What's up, Sippin' Squad? Today's show is going to be a little bit different. Going back to the sports. I know a lot of our listeners out there probably aren't big fans of the sports podcast that we put out, but you know what? If you look up the About Me section of the podcast, we got sports and comedy. The show must go on. The NFL season is getting ready to be fired up tomorrow night on Thirsty Thursday. So here we are. All Things Fantasy, episode 18 of the Sip and Serve podcast. We're talking fantasy, teams, sleepers, MVPs. Then we're going to make our way to the league, division winners, and our Super Bowl picks. Gentlemen, are we ready? Welcome back to another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast, where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay Roll, aka Rolski. To my left, Troy Pierce is back. To my right, Corey with a K, and across the table, my main man, DG. Hey guys, how is everyone doing? Doing great. How are you? I'm good. Uh, thank you for having me on. Oh, you're quite welcome, Troy. How are we doing tonight? Not too bad. You you were late again. Not too bad. Yeah, you were late again. Then you bring your supper in. Then we got to warm it up. Then you got to borrow a fork. Then you forget your notes in the truck. Then you got to go back out to your truck, get your notes. Now we're back here. Then you started eating a bag of potato chips. Are we ready now? <laughs> yeah, let's go. All right. Corey with K, you with us? Yep, I'm here. All right, good to hear your voice. Gentlemen, the tree is lit. The drinks are cold and the mics are hot. The NFL season has begun. Actually, it'll be... Whenever people are listening, it'll, it'll begin tomorrow night on Thursday. We are recording Wednesday, September the 9th. The season starts on September the 10th. But before we get started on the regular season and our division picks, let's talk a little bit of fantasy. Everybody out there in the world right now loves a good fantasy draft. Troy, Corey with the K. DG, I know you're not a big fantasy guy. Is that correct? That's correct. I uh, No disrespect to fantasy uh participants i just i never really got into it um you know but i you know i like to talk football so i'm here for it good deal troy you how many drafts have you had this season already i've just been in two two what about you Corey? three i've only been in one and i was i only play in one all year long and that's my league actually Corey k's in my league yep the frankfurt football that thing's been live since 2009 I actually believe we have three original members from 2009. I think Corey might have started 10 or 11. He's been in there for a long time. I looked it up because after our draft, you said I was no G, but I actually started in 11. So okay. I was a couple years off. So nine years. Wow. So, Troy, when you are starting to you know strategize your draft, what is your draft strategy? Who do you who who do you want to go after in the first few rounds of the draft? What positional players or what position do you want to fill on your team? Um, I mean, usually I'm gonna if I'm hiring the draft, I'm usually going for the running back, and that majority of drafts you're in tries to hit that the position. Top, the top four picks are usually all running backs. Yeah, and you know if you're in the middle of the draft or late late rounder, you know I'm looking at whatever can fall to me. Okay. Now, correct me if I'm 
aren't there different leagues, like different types of leagues? Yes, yeah, so there's different scoring settings, and there's also different positions. It just depends how your commissioner set it up. Okay. In my league, a lot of leagues have a kicker and a defense. In my league, we X those out. Okay. We just add two more flexes. So I'm starting a quarterback, three wide receivers, two running backs, a tight end, and two flexes. So depending on how your commissioner has this has the scoring set up, does that affect your um, draft strategy? 100%. Oh, yes. Okay. My league is a one-point PPR, so what that means is you get a point for every time your player catches the football. And that means wide receivers and, I guess, running backs to some some case and tight ends get are able to get more points, yeah. more bang for their buck, I should say. But a lot of times everybody wants to fill the running back positions because, I mean, they get hurt a lot. I mean, you want a lot of backups on your team. You want you want strength in numbers with the running backs. And there's also not a lot of, you know, all the good ones go early. So the way I strategized my draft this year, I knew I wanted to get two running backs right off the rip. And I drafted Dalvin Cook at number eight. Was it eight? You were at eight. Cook eight. fell to number eight, and it surprised the shit out of me. I have no idea why he fell to eight, but I got him at eight, and I was tickled to death. And then back around, I grabbed Austin Eckler from the Chargers. With no Melvin Gordon there, I think Eckler is going to be a hell of a fantasy player this year. And you might hear more from me about Eckler later in the podcast. Troy, what were your few, first few picks on your team this year? So you went running back, running back. Running back, running back. I did the same thing. I was I was pick number seven. And I, I took Edwards Hilaire, the rookie. Great from, pick. From LSU, playing for the Chiefs. <clears throat> I mean, he just fell in a good situation over there. Um, and then back around, I uh, I grabbed Aaron Jones, running back. Two solid picks. Uh, the Packers. So, And then my other league I'm in, it's a keeper league. So we keep the same team as we had from last year. So you, do you keep the whole team or do you get to pick players that you want to keep? Because some people only like, wow, what, one or two keepers or three keepers? Or do you keep your whole team? Are you in a dynasty league? It's a dynasty league. Okay, dynasty, dynasty so, league. So I have like maybe after your draft, you got 21 players. And then four weeks, you drop down to 19. And then six weeks, you're down to 16. And then you got that full 16 till the end of the season. Copy. What about you, Corey? How'd you start your draft this year? Yep, uh, I kind of gave mine away when we did the football or the fast food fantasy draft. You always take the meat and potatoes of the team, and I always take running backs. And I think in your league, my first four picks were running backs. First four? First four. Who'd you grab? Uh, Hilaire, because I was six. So I grabbed Hilaire. He's and, still a good pick there. And Mixon? What Mixon, name? yeah. Mixon was because he, he, he always drops to me because no one in your guys' league likes him. So I always grab him. Uh, but Mostert starting running Raheem. back at, at the 49ers San and then uh, Chris Carson for the yeah C- I mean C- you got a hell of a stack right there <laughs> yeah. so <clears throat> I'm always running I, backs first I actually think my first three my first three was Cook Eckler and then I went to uh, Todd Gurley's my third fourth round I grabbed I grabbed Cooper Cup and then I went on a wide receiver run I grabbed Cooper Cup I grabbed Calvin Ridley and Tyler Lockett with my next three picks so I had three running backs and three wide receivers right off the rip and I felt fantastic with my team and then after I picked that for some reason Kyler Murray was still there he's the number number three ranked quarterback in fantasy this year and he was still there with my seventh pick so I snagged him up so really the really the only downfall to my starting lineup is uh 
my tight end. I my last pick in the draft was my starting tight end. So hopefully I'll be able to. Hopefully he'll break out and I won't have to do anything. And did you say you have a slot for tight end? Yeah, I got two. No, I got two flex. There's a, yes, there's a tight end position, but then I also got two flexes. And my flexes, I am starting Michael Gallup and um, Todd Gurley. I also have A.J. Green on my bench, so I'm, I'm kind of squirrely if I want to start A.J. Green or Michael Gallup this year. Can that, Week one. Can the flex be a quarterback? No. no that's not a super it's flex. Not, see, the, so, that's okay. what they like to call a super flex league, and there's a lot of people. We tried it one year, and nobody liked it. Yeah, because yeah. a super flex is essentially two-quarterback league because you're stupid if you don't start two quarterbacks. Yep. All right, so let's, let's get right into it, guys. I know we uh, planned out a few things here. So the first thing I got wrote down here is our fantasy sleeper for the year. So I'm going to go ahead and start with mine. My fantasy sleeper, like I said, was my last pick in my draft. Blake Jarwin, tied in Dallas Cowboys. The reason I picked him is because the legend, Witten, is not with the Cowboys no more. He plays for the Raiders. He's gone. Blake Jarwin's going into his third season. He's playing for a top five fantasy quarterback that's thrown to him. Jarwin averaged 17.3 fantasy points in four games where he was targeted at least six times and scored three touchdowns in his last game of the 2018 season. This guy has got the starting position now. He is ready to break out, and that's why he is my sleeper. And I also think the Cowboys are going to have a top, top five offense this year in the NFL. They've got Ezekiel Elliott, Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, and Blake Jarwin. Dak Prescott thrown to him. I think this offense is going to come out on fire this year. Blake Jarwin, my sleeper, tied in Dallas Cowboys. On to you, Troy. <laughs> uh, my sleeper is uh, Darius Slayton. He's a receiver for the Giants. That's a good sleeper pick yeah. for a lot of fantasy teams this year. I like that pick. Yeah, I mean, they have... They have two other receivers as uh, Sterling Shepard and as a Golden Tate. Tate. Yeah, Golden Tate. Tate. And they also got a good tight end, Evan Ingram. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I picked Slayton because he's got that good size. I mean, he's bigger than Shepard and Tate. Um, he's got good speed to win downfield. And, and the Giants overall have a better offensive line than last year. Um, and then Daniel Jones is coming off his rookie season as a QB. And, I mean, I just expect good things out of that offense this year. So, And, and I think Slayton is a, is going to be your, maybe a go-to receiver for him. So, I agree. Corey? Mine is Preston Wilson. Williams, so sorry. Preston Williams, wide receiver for the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins. So the Dolphins have two guys that opted out of the season because of COVID. There he also last year he was a rookie and his first eight after and he got and he hurt himself in week eight, but for the first seven weeks he was a top ten wide receiver before he tore his ACL. So I just think there's gonna be a ton of targets there for him and a PPR. He is going to be a stud. No, I agree. And, you know, when he went down last year, Devontae Adams came out of nowhere. It's like it opened up the field for him. I think Devontae Adams finished his season like a, what, a top 20 wide receiver last year? Yeah. I mean, he broke out of nowhere before Preston Williams got hurt. Devontae Adams was a bust for everybody's draft. No, 
Parker. Devontae Parker. Parker I'm yeah, sorry. Parker. Devontae Parker. He yeah. was a bus, and everybody's draft yeah. last year until Preston Williams got hurt. That yep. guy rubs me the wrong way. I drafted him in my keeper league. Yeah. Too. I don't know what year that was. And yeah, he just. 16, I think. He didn't give me anything. Yeah, I traded and, him too. <laughs> well, I kept him for like three years straight. Like, come on. Yeah. You know, I picked him up off the waivers last year and went to the championship riding his coattail. So I appreciate him. <laughs> All right, moving on. Thanks for the sleepers, fellas. What about your most popular draft pick? A guy you always want to get in all your mocks, your real draft. Who's one guy you always find on your team? I'm going to go ahead and go first. And I got him. He was my first receiver that I drafted this year, and I wanted to make sure I got him. I wasn't going to let him go. Cooper Cup, wide receiver, Los Angeles Rams. I just feel like I've targeted this guy in every mock draft, and I started mocking back in July. He had 94 receptions and almost 1,200 yards and 10 touchdowns last year on 134 targets. And every week I play Cooper Cup. It seems oh, like he I, gets he gets two touchdowns on me. I mean, it's just like yeah. And with Brandon Cooks gone, he's playing for the Texans now. That's just opening up the field for Cup and Woods even more. So. That's that's my most popular pick. I knew I wanted him this year, so Cooper Cup. Did you have him last year too? No, or, no. And he kicked my ass every time I played him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't really have a guy here that stands out for me. Uh, I don't really, you know, finds my team. No, but if I had to pick pick somebody, one or two players, I'll take Will Fuller, the fifth out of uh, Houston. <laughs> And uh, George Kittle tied in out of the 49ers. Um, I have both of them on my keeper team, and I know I've drafted them both in a non-keeper league before, so I'll, I'll throw them as my uh, one that finds my team. Copy that. All right, so I got a couple of them here. So this year, like we've kind of said before, I, I target uh, running backs, wide receivers early, and I punt the tight end position, which means I just wait till last. So this year, all three teams, I have Noah Fant. <laughs> nobody wanted him. He kept dropping. For some reason, nobody wanted him, and I have him on all three teams. What's his name again? Noah Fant. Noah Wide receiver. Fant. He's a tight end for the Broncos. Yeah, tight end. yeah. He, he played in the Big Ten. He was an Iowa product. He's pretty good. He was a okay. Big Ten all-team player. So that's the first one. The second one, like I said earlier, in Rolski's league, I always have Mixon. I've had him every th- or every or the past three years. I usually my rule of thumb is not to draft my favorite team, a member of my off my favorite team, because that's about the because if I watch them and they play like crap, I don't want to look at my fantasy team and see that same crappy player on my team. <laughs> wow. so, so it's like a win win. So I always I don't like having Bengals on my team. Well, it may be different this year. Yep. And then so I got two more. Uh, Kenny Galladay. <laughs> He always ends up on my team since I since I do wide receivers or quarter red. since I do running backs early. He seems to be the first receiver I take is Kenny Galladay. I've had him for the past three years, and then my favorite person to pick is is Andy Reid's running back, Coach Andy Reid's running back. Whether way back in the day when it was Westbrook or Lashawn McCoy, uh, even the, for the past couple of years, so like this year I have. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, so I'm good as long as I have Andy Reid's running back. Sweet. Um, I know I didn't like let you guys know ahead of time that this was going to be a topic, but if you don't have one, that's fine. I just want to say it. Who's one guy you wanted but you didn't end up with this year? 
one guy that you wanted on your team ahead of time that you didn't get in the draft. So the first one for me is basically the guy who carried my team all year last year, and that was Lamar Jackson. And I knew I knew going into the mock draft that I wasn't going to take him because my draft strategy is wait terrible. wait for the quarterback. Wait for the quarterback. If you get Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes in the second or third round, you're just stunting the growth of your lineup, I feel like. You're missing a position in running back. You're missing a position in wide receiver. And that's where all the all-stars go, second and third round. So Lamar Jackson, I knew I wasn't getting him, but he – basically took me to a championship last year. And then my favorite player in probably the whole NFL, I've drafted him first the past two years, was Devontae Adams, Packers wide receiver, probably a top three wide receiver in the league today. Uh, he was on my team last year with Lamar Jackson. And I knew I probably wasn't going to get him this year either because I had the strategy to get running back because the running backs are thin this year. Like, if you don't get at least two running backs in the top three rounds, I mean, your team's going to be itching for uh, late-round running backs, and I don't want to be in that position this year. So, Lamar Jackson, Devontae Adams, I'll miss you this year. On to you, Troy. You got any buy for us? Like you said, the running backs this year, I mean, there's there's usually a tier. I mean, probably your top ten type of thing, maybe give or take a few. I mean, they're, they stand out for sure. Um, somebody that... I missed, and I'd like to have on my team. Um, it's always how I sit in the draft, um, and he's never really fallen to me as uh, Michael Thomas, receiver for the Saints. I mean, yeah, man, you got to take him early. I mean, you got to get him at five. And he never has fallen on my team, but has been a huge product for the Saints. And you know, Breeze throwing to him, he's a you know Hall of Famer and. Or will be and I mean, yeah, he was yeah. he's been the best wide receiver in fantasy football for what three years in three a row, years. two years. Yeah. So that's my guy and then like Cooper Cup, I mean he he kills me back to him. He he kills me every time I play him. So that that's a guy I don't really look to grab, but and but he never falls on my team either. So it's like why don't I look for him? Why don't I look to grab him? Because he kills me every year when I play him. Yeah. But so I'll, t- I'll say Thomas and then Cooper Cup second. I got you a fun fact about Michael Thomas. Before he even played a snap, I traded for him. I gave away Julio Jones, and I got two first-round picks and Michael Thomas. The two first-round picks, I ended up putting one together and getting Zeke, getting like I had one, and then I had mine, and then I had the one I traded. Traded those two for Zeke. So I ended up getting like Zeke and Michael Thomas for Julio Jones. So you got a, it's a great drag. Oh, so yeah. you traded Julio. Yeah, traded. You Julio. got a first round got pick. Two first, two rounds. first round, and picks. two two separate years, and the two okay. consecutive years. And then one of those, I I bundled with mine and got Zeke. Like as soon as they announced he had a four or five game suspension or whatever, I text the owners like, "Hey, two first rounds for Zeke." He said, "Yep, sold." So got him. Yep, got him. I bought low, but okay. So my two, my first one, I wanted him so bad, but I could never. I was never in the right position to get him, and that's Adam Thielen. With Stephon Diggs being gone, he is going to be a top five guy, and yeah. I couldn't get him. He's on my team. He's going to be a target monster. Oh, that's yeah. for sure. Yep. And then the other one, I wanted uh, Terry McLaurin. I wanted him bad, but every time I was in the same position, I couldn't. I felt like I was reaching for him if I went went and got him. So I'd always try to get him to come back around, and he was never there. 
Good deal. All right, guys. This is the last segment on the fantasy football end of this. Your fantasy MVP for the season. Your fantasy MVP. I'll go ahead and kick us off. Running back, Los Angeles Chargers, Austin Eckler is my fantasy MVP this year. Now, I'm not going to say he's going to outscore Michael Thomas. I'm not going to say he's going to outscore McCaffrey. I'm saying where you can get this guy late to mid-second round. This guy is going to outproduce everybody in front of him, maybe besides the top three or four guys. But he, for where you can get him, he's going to, he's going to get you the points you're looking for. In 2019, with Melvin Gordon still on the team, Eckler ran 132 times for 557 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, that might not sound right or good, but he also had 92 receptions for 993 yards and eight touchdowns. He scored 11 total touchdowns last year. Eckler, out of the backfield. So without Melvin Gordon there, I mean, Eckler is their lead back. He should have over 200 rushes along with at least probably 75 receptions. So, I mean, who's their backup over there? Uh, Justin Jackson and uh, Kelly. He's yeah. a rookie. Yeah, something Kelly. I, I think it might think be Rob. Is it Rob? Rob Kelly? Robert Kelly? I don't. I'm not sure of his first name, but it's Kelly. He's a rookie. I mean, if you add those numbers up, what he put up last year with Melvin Gordon, I mean, and you see what he's got opportunity wise this year, I don't see why he can't be close to a thousand and a thousand rushing and passing or receiving. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't see why not. That's a huge pick. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I didn't analyze it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this guy's going mid to late second round, and people are passing on him. And I'm, I was thinking if Dalvin Cook didn't fall to me, I was taking him in the first. Okay. I would have. I would have took him at the eight in the first round. I would have. But anyway, that's my MVP, Austin Eckler. All right, uh, my MVP. Probably throw you off a little bit. I'm going with Dak Prescott. Okay. <laughs> He's a top four quarterback this year. You think? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, at least I think so. I, oh, I, I really I really think the Cowboys are are gonna bring it this year. And uh he's 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 gonna lead the show. Um I mean, just to look at the weapons that Dak has. I mean, you got Zeke and I mean he, he runs the ball and he can catch as a running back. You got Amari Cooper. Gallup and uh, rookie C.D. Lamb. Don't forget about my guy, Blake Jarwin. <laughs> okay, Jarwin. And then you got backup Tony Pollard in the mix as well. I think uh, Pollard's going to play a little more this year. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, Zeke's going to be your, your strong point, but I think they're going to get Pollard in the mix a little more. And you got new head coach Mike McCarthy coming from the Packers. I, I love that. And then you, uh, Kellen Moore. Second year offensive coordinator. I think he's done a great job so far. Yeah, that duo. I think Garrett was just a terrible head coach. I, I didn't like Garrett at all, but I'm not a huge – I'm not a Cowboy fan, but I'm just – I'm feeling this year. There's just something about it with with that duo and, and with the offensive talent on the field down there. I mean, they're going to be more analytical, more aggressive, just – Give it to Dak. I agree, Troy. Well, you got Corey. I'm going to keep it simple, and I'm just going to do kick Christian McCaffrey. Oh, I mean, you would. What a sellout. <laughs> what a damn sellout. <laughs> We're going to do it easy. I mean, he's, he's the, the best guy. Oh, yeah, he's the best guy to get. I mean, I, I, I mean, yeah. yeah, if you got the number one pick in any draft this year and you don't take Christian McCaffrey, you need to get your head checked. Yeah, you'd have done it last year, too, like I did. Who'd you take last year? 
Christian McCaffrey. Oh, okay. All right, DG, you ready, to get, you ready to get back in on this? We're done with, hey, bring me in. We're done with the fantasy talk. You ready? Bring me in. <laughs> Tag me in. I felt, I felt like I felt like he might have been down there snoozing on us, guys. Sleeping. I know everybody don't like fantasy talk, and that's all right. But now let's get let's get to the division. Let's get to the divisions. Let's start out with the AFC East, guys. We've got the Patriots, the Dolphins, the Jets, and the Carolina Panthers. No, Buffalo Bills. Sorry, not the Panthers. <laughs> Buffalo Bills. So when you see that list of teams, does any does anything pop out to you guys? The Jets pops out to me, like that they're just completely awful. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I was looking at you like what are you, what are I you thought he was going to come with something out of left field for us right there. But one one people one person I do like on their team is a wide receiver, uh, Den, uh, Denzel Mims. He's a rookie. Okay. Uh, he's a big guy. I think he's out of Colorado. I was about I wanted, to say, where'd he come from? I wanted the Bengals to draft him, but he they they went with Hick, uh, All right, they T. went with Higgins. Higgins. Yeah, they went with T Higgins instead. Which, but Mims is going to be pretty good too. So we okay. So Troy's made it known that the Jets are terrible. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell's probably going to start the first two games and probably get released because he's throwing a fit in training camp already. They don't have any wide receivers. Rashad Perryman's already hurt. Jamison Crowder only runs slot routes. I mean, who, they don't have anybody to throw deep to. Robbie Anderson's gone. He's playing for the Panthers now. So, I mean, they have no wide receivers. They have, um, was it C.J. Herndon at tight end this year? Yeah. He was hurt last year. They say he might be a breakout fantasy guy. Who knows? But, I mean, the the Jets are in shambles. I mean, they're in shambles. Troy, you were right. But I'll tell you what, one, one team – that pops out to me, boys. And I'm sure, I mean, this is a popular opinion this year, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. The Buffalo Bills. I feel like they got a great defense. They've got Singletary and Rookie Moss in, in the backup role. I mean, they've got good backs. they got a guy who's good on the goal line in the Rookie Moss. They've got Singletary who can catch balls out of the backfield. They've got Josh Allen at the helm. If he can be accurate, he could be a good quarterback because he's got wheels too. The guy can run. But he's, I mean, we've all seen him throw a football. I mean, he can launch it, but he's just not real accurate. But they do have a new addition at wide receiver that can run down a hell of a pass and Stephon Diggs. Them deep balls, he's going to love chasing down them deep balls from Josh Allen. I think that's why they went and got him, actually. So Stephon Diggs, they got John Brown, and they got Cole Beasley in the slot. Cole Beasley is the most underrated slot receiver probably in the game. So I think, honestly, guys, he used to play for the Cowboys, yep, right? Yep. I really think the Buffalo Bills are going to take the AFC East this year. Thoughts? That's a good pick. I I didn't have them. What you got? <laughs> I got the uh, tried and true, the Pats. Uh, they're going to keep the streak alive. They've won that division since 08. It's crazy. And, uh, I mean, I, I know they don't have the GOAT, but – you got Cam Newton. Uh, okay, so do we think Cam Newton's healthy? I mean, is he back? Is he right? It's probably 90%. Yeah. But I think the biggest knock on the Patriots is nine players opted out for COVID. Mostly almost, all defense. Almost half of their def- starting defense from the best defense last year opted out. Yeah. So I, I, that just knocked them down way, way, way too much. You know, I'm on a – I'm gonna take the Patriots as well in that division. Um, I like I like Belichick. I know he's an easy guy to hate. Everybody loves to hate him, but 
I'll be damned if he doesn't know what what he's doing over there. And um, I think he's going to be he's going to be kind of coaching with a chip on his shoulder this year because he wants to prove to everybody that he can win without Tom Brady there. And uh, you know he's got a straight athlete in Cam Newton there at quarterback. Yeah, I know their defense is a little bit of a question mark, but I feel like with Cam's athleticism. I think he's gonna have a he's gonna have a great year, and he's still got a lot of offensive weapons over there. So I'm taking the Patriots too. Okay, well, I, I mean it's a great pick. I mean, like you guys said, they've been winning the division since 2008. I just want to be a little different here. So I'm gonna say piss on the Patriots, piss on them. The goat left. He's in Tampa Bay. Gronk's in Tampa Bay. I mean, Belichick. Yeah, one of the best coaches in NFL history. Maybe the best coach in NFL history. Hell, I don't know. So, let's look at their roster. Cam Newton, is he back? Who knows? He gets hurt every year that he's playing now. Shoulder, legs, hips. Does I mean, he's always hurt. And we've seen Cam Newton try to be a pocket passer when he don't have his legs underneath him. Look at the past two years in Carolina. He's not a good passer. We all know that. So... If he's back in the pocket and he don't have his legs, who's he going to hand the ball off to? Sony Michelle, he's hurt. He's not one hundred percent, but you got Damian Damian Harris. He's hurt. James White. James White. All he can do is catch a pass. He's yeah, not a running back. They're gonna. He's pretty solid. He can run. Going to hand it off. What's what's the white dude's name? Burkhead. Yeah, Burkhead. They're gonna hand it to him. They tried to hand it to him for the past four seasons. He hadn't even scored a <laughs> touchdown yet. So I mean, this is my argument. I mean, I know that they might, they'll probably win. Okay, I mean they're they're probably the best team. But who are their who are their wide receivers, guys? Nikhil Harry. Okay, so did he touch the field last year? No, you've never <laughs> seen him play. No. But. Julian Edelman's thirty five years old. Does he want to play without Tom Brady? I doubt. I'm surprised he didn't go to Tampa Bay with him. Honestly, Muhammad Sanu just got released. Muhammad Sanu couldn't, couldn't heal from his ankle injury. Yeah, he got released. So I mean, I'm just saying. Their offense is kind of in shambles right now. And what Corey said, nine guys opted out, mostly all defense. So who's, I mean, who's going to play for these guys? Well, just shit on our pick, why don't you? It's, I mean, that's what we're here for. We're here to argue, <laughs> aren't we? What would be, what would be fun in a podcast if I just sit here and agreed with you every time? Well, I was, I'm with Clay, but not because I picked the Bills too. Go ahead, Corey. Let's hear it. No, I just, I'm, you guys pretty much hit it all in the head. Well, yeah. I'm glad no one picked the Jets. I hit the Bills. Well, we're the freaking Dolphins. Dolphins are going to be pretty decent. They will be eventually anyway. What, they five hundred. They finished. Yeah, I wouldn't get that far. I think they can go eight and eight this year. I really do. Look at their division. They'll be all right. I think. I think they could sneak re- one from the Bills or the Patriots. They're beating the Jets twice. Yeah, it really depends on Tua. I think. I mean, if he's as healthy as everyone talks about, like all the blogs say that he's good to go and he's moving around pretty well and. The fourth game, he's the he's the guy. He's QB one. I think they go eight hundred, but or five hundred. He's not QB one though. Right? No, Fitzpatrick's, no, Fitzpatrick's taking Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick's Fitz, taking the snaps. Is. But no, I'm I'm all aboard the the Bills train like everybody else. Their defense is probably one of the better in the league, and it's time for Josh Allen to shit or get off the pot. Okay, so two Bills, two Patriots for the AFC East. Am I right? Yep. All right, let's go to the North. AFC North, we've got the Cincinnati Bengals, Cleveland Browns, Baltimore Ravens, and the Schittsburgs Steelers. <laughs> so, guys, I know, I mean, this is your guys' division. I know you guys are really 
really big Bengals fans here. So you guys take this one away. I'll bat lead off on this one. Uh, Corey with a K. As much as excited as I am for our our new look Cincinnati Bengals this year, um, they're not going to be my pick for this division. I'll be happy if they win six, seven games. If they win eight games this year, I'll be tickled to death. But uh, they're coming. They're a work in progress. Um, I feel like this this division. There's no question. This is this division belongs to the Baltimore Ravens. Um, Lamar Jackson, reigning MVP. I mean, he's a weapon in and of himself. They got Ingram and our boy J.K. Dobbins to help him out on the ground. Uh, I look for Brown to have a big year, a wide receiver. Um, they made some upgrades to their defensive line in the offseason. I mean, I, I feel like they're a playoff lock and probably knocking on the door for another division title. They added one of the best in Calais Campbell. I know uh, Marshall Yonda uh, retired, and they lost another defensive lineman. I can't remember who, but, I mean, I don't. I really don't see that making that big of a difference for them this year. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree, DG. I'm going with the Ravens as well. It's it's really it's really not a hard pick for me. They've got, like he said, the NFL MVP Lamar Jackson. He's back along with breakout tight end Mark Andrews. Hollywood Brown is beefed up and healthy. Ingram is a strong lead back, Ohio State prodigy. Dobbins behind him. I mean, the running game's going to be strong as hell this year. Hopefully. I mean, Lamar looked good passing it last year, but I think he's going to look even better this year. He's saying his arm's looking looking nice in uh, training camp, so they're only going to get better. Steelers, I think the Steelers will finish second. They'll be close behind them, but it's all on how healthy they can stay. Big Ben, Juju, Connor, they've all been injury-prone in their careers. Those are three studs if they're all healthy. Steelers probably have one of the best defenses in the dang league. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if their offense can stay healthy – I mean, look out. They might steal they might steal a division if they're healthy. I mean Ravens D, they're pretty solid too, right? Yeah. I mean they're Yeah, they're solid. Okay. I mean, you guys have already talked about the Bengals. I think I really think you guys should uh if they go seven and nine this year, you should be tickled to death. I mean, I that's what I project them for. I think they'll go seven and nine. They got Joe Burrow, they got Mixon, they got all kind of wide receivers. All kinds of wide receivers. AJ Green, hopefully he stays healthy. AJ Green, Tyler Boyd, Higgins, our offensive uh, Ross. line, our offensive line should be a little bit better. Yeah. Same with defense. Our defensive line should be better as well. Defensive I mean, line Sam, be, Sam Hubbard's going to be an animal coming from the outside this year. Yeah, defensive line should be one of the better in the league as far for the Bengals because they picked up DJ Reader. He's probably the one of the best, probably top ten nose tackles right now. Out, I'll pair him up with Geno, and then. Uh, they drafted a three uh, linebackers, which was much needed depth because their linebackers were probably the oldest and slowest in the league last year. So hopefully one of those guys can make some noise. And like you said, I'm happy with a eight or 500 record as well. But my, my pick along with everybody else's is the Ravens. I mean, I feel like we ought to talk about them. I mean, they're in the same state that we're in, the Browns. In my opinion, they probably have the most talent in the division. I mean, they've got they've got Chubb and Hunt in the backfield. That's definitely the best backfield. Might be one of the best backfields in the whole league. Yeah. I mean, look at their wide receiver. I mean, they got Odell Beckham. They've got Jarvis Landry. They just picked up Austin Hooper from the Falcons last Falcons. year, who had a hell of a year last year. Yep. I mean, they've got talent all over the field, but can Baker Mayfield get them the ball? And can their defense can their defense get stops? That's the problem with the Browns. I think you'll have a better year this year. I mean, really. 
I see them going eight and eight. What they get last year? Did they go five hundred last? I don't think they did. I think they went a little, little under, little under seven and nine, probably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a tough decision here for me. I mean, I'm going to go with the Ravens. Just so you guys don't give me shit. No, really, I I had them, but real, all four teams in this division, I think it could go either way. Really, I mean, depending on what year they have, everybody's going to be in the mix. If the Browns and the Bengals can play to their potential, this division could be one of the best in football. I think it might be the best. This division. is the sleeper. I think this is my sleeper division in football. It could it could be a two team race, but it could be a four team race real quick. Agreed. Yep, I agree too. All right, let's head to the AFC South. We all picked the Ravens there. AFC South, we've got the Colts, Jaguars, Texans, and Titans. I'm going to go with a little surprise pick here, maybe. I'm going to go with the Indianapolis Colts as my division winner. Old Man Rivers. Yep. You just like that city. I love Indianapolis. No, I mean, I really do. I, I love Peyton Manning when he played. He was one of my favorite football players growing up, Peyton Manning. So, I mean, they got a revamped offense and defense. I mean, veteran Phillip Rivers coming over from the Chargers alongside Marlon Mack in the backfield, rookie Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin, wide receivers T.Y. Hilton, Michael Pittman Jr., Paris Campbell from Ohio State, they got Doyle at tight end. I mean, they've they've got a nice little offense there that I think can do things in this division. I mean, if we look at the rest of the division, fellas, the Jaguars, they're going to be the worst team in football. They might go 0-16. <laughs> they're trying, at least. I mean, they may, they traded away all their pro ballers. Every single one they had, they traded away. Yeah, I saw a thing. Revamp. So they were in the AFC title game at 17 versus the Patriots. They have three remaining players from 2017. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, I mean, they're all gone. I mean, we got Gardner Minshew. He might be the coolest, most badass quarterback <laughs> in the league, but I don't think he can lead this team anywhere. <laughs> I mean, he's, I mean, he's awesome with his jean shorts and his slick back hair and shit, wearing his wife beaters. I mean, that's cool. Smoke your cigars, dude, but you're going to get your ass smacked this year. And then we got the Texans. I mean, Deshaun Watson, David Johnson coming over from the Cardinals, but they lost one of the best wide receivers in football, DeAndre Hopkins. What in the heck was their coach thinking, or their GM thinking? Getting, I think their coach is their GM. It's the same person. Yeah. What was he thinking getting rid of DeAndre Hopkins? I mean, that's that guy is what kept you in the division race every year. Yeah. I, I think, think they were more addition by sub- subtraction there. They must not li- liked him in the – the locker room. So they they got Will Fuller on the outside, Brandon Cooks on the outside. They just signed Randall Cobb. So I mean they're going to be okay. Yeah, Fuller, Fuller and Cooks I think is a good duo. But Fuller and Cooks are always hurt. Yep, and both of them. Cooks he, is already hurt, and he, they don't even know if he'll be ready for Week One. You don't really have a a deep ball type of guy catch it in the end of the end zone. They got the end Kenny Stills. He likes to run that deep route. That's all he can do. But I don't know if he can catch it. Kenny Stills, he's he's out of his prime. And then we then we got the Titans. I mean, they had a hell of a year last year. Didn't they go to the AFC Championship? That's what I game. thought. AFC Championship game led by Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry in the backfield. He made himself known last year. He was a top ten fantasy running back last year. He actually, I think he might have been top five. Not sure. Probably not in PPR. Probably in uh, standard scoring. But they got AJ Brown, rookie wide receiver last year, breakout. I mean, he's, he's going to be a stud this year if Tannehill can get him the ball again. I mean, he's going to be a target monster because I'm looking at their wide receivers right now, and they have no one else. 
Corey Davis and Adam Humphreys. Who the heck are those guys? Corey Davis. Corey Davis. He's, he's from a, Appalachian State. He's a beast. No, he ain't done he, nothing. He was when he came out, but he's kind of been a bust. This what, is, what about A.J. Yeah, Brown? This is his third year. He, a, he was talking about I already about talked about A.J. Brown. He's a breakout rookie last year. Adam Humphreys was Division II All-Conference. Oh, shit. Second team. <laughs> so, I mean, guys, what do you guys think about my Colts pick? Any arguments? No, that's a good pick. Um, I, I, think, I honestly think, Troy, the division is wide open. Oh, yeah. Well, three horse races. <laughs> three horse races. Yeah. yeah. I I took the Titans over the Colts. Um just tough defense. They should win ten games this year. Um I just like them over the Colts. Enough said. My man. I got the Titans too. I'm a Mike Vrabel <laughs> fan because I'm an Ohio State homer. Call me what you want. Um I like Tannehill and Derrick Henry in the backfield. They're effective. They proved it last year. I'm not. They're they're not going to get to the uh, the AFC Championship game this year. That's they they just won't. But I think they got enough juice to win this division. And I like the fact that they added Jadavion Clowney on defense. I mean, he's a straight game changer. Uh, I again uh, paired up with Rolski here. I picked the Colts. Uh, Phil, they were they were pretty decent last year, and they added Philip Rivers. And if they can get like a ninety yeah. percent okay. Philip Rivers from the last fifteen, sixteen years, they'll be one of the better teams in the NFL. I forgot they got Rivers. Yeah, one year contract. I think it's two. two. But yeah, either way, he if he, if they can get if he's ninety he's percent, a good, he's a good quarterback. He is, he's he's going to be the and the offense. Did he play with their offensive coordinator? Beforehand, I can't remember. I don't know who their offensive coordinator is off the top of my head. So we good on there? Two Colts, two Colts, two Titans. Yep. No Texans. Nah. Yeah, no. We're gonna get smacked tomorrow night. Yeah. Speaking of tomorrow night, AFC West, the Kansas City Chiefs, reigning Super Bowl champs. Guys, I I really don't have a whole lot to say about this division. I'm sure you guys really don't either. I mean, they got Patrick Mahomes. Arguably the best player in the league. They just drafted rookie running back, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire out of LSU. I mean, this this guy has hype coming from every which direction. They're saying this guy is going to be the real deal, playing behind Patrick Mahomes. And then they got the speedsters on the outside, Tyreek Hill, Nicole Hardman, and, of course, the Lizard King, Sammy Watkins, along with the best tight end in football, Travis Kelsey. In my opinion, the Broncos, the Raiders, Chargers don't stand a chance, and neither of those teams will make the playoffs. All Kansas City Chiefs, I'm going to say they go 13-3 and this year. I'll echo that, man. Uh, they're going to run away with it. They just got weapons everywhere. Mahomes is a dog. He's going to be the GOAT when it's all said and done. He's going to be the greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL when it's all said and done. Mark it down. DG just said it September 9th. That's a hot take. 2020, a hot take coming out of the Sip and Serve podcast studio tonight. If he stays healthy, he's got the talent and the longevity. He's you know he he's going to be the greatest quarterback to ever play the game when he decides to finally hang it up. I like it. The Chiefs are definitely going to run away with this, but I, I don't think it's as big as you think, Rolski. I think there's a lot of talent in this division, like – Oakland, I, I mean, they're both of their rookie receivers were pairing up with Hunter Renfro last year. They were the youngest team by like four or five years, like their average. So with Gruden back and he's rebuilding his team from the beginning, getting guys that he wants over 
guys that everybody else wants getting Gruden grinders. I think they're going to be good in the next couple of years. Same with San Diego. Uh, they were on Hard Knocks this uh, this year. I watched all of that. And, the Hard Knocks hype, and they're super. They're super talented, but within when they lost Darwin James, their their best player, their safety, their that kind of pop their flag. But can Tyrod Taylor lead the offense? That's the question. Yeah, both their quarterbacks suck. Yeah, <laughs> but same, they got Austin Eckler, baby. Yeah, and same with Keenan Allen. He's got he's the best route runner in the league, so they got yeah, him too. Yeah, same, he's got weapons. Same with the Broncos. I mean, if you're if you're on the Drew Locke hype train, then you're on it. But their receivers are pretty good too. I mean, Cortland Sutton, their new rookie Jerry Judy's pretty good. Their backfield might be one of the better ones too, with Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay. No, I mean, yeah, you're making great points. I, I can't argue those points at all. But yeah. I just I just think, I mean, them teams, um, the only team in that division other than the Chiefs, I think maybe, maybe the Raiders and uh, Broncos. Raiders and Broncos have a chance to go 500. I mean, I don't see the Chargers getting close to 500. They might win six games. But, hey, great points. Moving on. I took the Chiefs as well. You took the Chiefs? Good deal. The NFC. Let's head over to the NFC, boys. NFC East. We got the Cowboys, the Eagles, New York Giants, and the Washington football team. Redskins. No more Redskins. Washington football team. <laughs> so, I mean. Is that what you call them now? That's, that's their that's name. Their, that's their stupid name now. Where the hell you been, Troy? So... If I get a shirt, it's Washington football, football team. team. That's what it says. I promise you, that's their name. It's not Res. It's Washington football team. Anyways, uh, I'm gonna don't get me started. I think this. <laughs> I think this is one of the easiest divisions in football as well. Kind of like the last one we just went over. Went over the AFC West. I think that's an easy division. I think the NFC East this year is going to be an easy division, and it's going to be led by one of the best offenses in the league, hot take, Cowboys, led by Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, on the outside of Mark Cooper, Michael Gallup, and rookie C.D. Lamb. They, I mean, that, that might be one of the best receiving cores someone's got and the breakout candidate I tied in, Blake Jarwin. I think it's going to be hard to stop the high-powered offense this year. The Redskins, oh, sorry, Washington football team is bad. They don't have anybody besides Terry McLaurin. The Giants aren't good. They've got talent, but I don't know if their quarterback can lead the way. Their defense isn't very good. And the Eagles, their whole offense right now is hurt. So I'm taking the boys with ease to take the division. I thought about taking the birds, but I'm going to go with Rolski and uh, take the Cowboys. Um, I don't think they failed to meet expectations like they did last year. Uh, so they're going to win the division. And it, it's a pretty easy Division, in my opinion, I think it's pretty weak. I don't know if you guys agree. Pretty weak division. Oh, I agree. I can't stand the NFC East. They're always on TV because everybody likes the Cowboys. You always get stuck watching every single one of them. I can't stand any of them, but I took the Eagles. I'm a big Carson Wentz believer. Uh, the big issue, like Rolski said, is their defenses all hurt <laughs> well i mean so it's, that's it's, gonna be a big issue it's really but, not only their defense man i mean their wide receivers are in shambles yeah alshon jeffrey is coming off the ir or he's supposed to be back by like week six 
the guy they just drafted, Jalen Rager, he's hurt already. He's, he's not going to be ready for the first few weeks. I mean, they're they're led by old-timer Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson right now. Yep. I mean, how many years has he been in the freaking league? I mean, he's he's got to be at least 33, 34 years old. Which I, I figured Rager would beat him out, you know, a couple games. He's got to stay healthy. But then he's out for how long? But they, they said by week three he should be ready. They have the two best tight ends – Oh, I take that back. Tampa Bay now has the best tight ends, but they have the second best no, I mean, group of tight ends. Ertz and, Ertz and Dallas Goddard. Yep. I like the Eagles too. I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna the, agree with Corey. The, the birds, Eagles, huh? The with, birds. Now, fly, Eagles fly. Me and Troy are on the same side on this one. Why do you like the Eagles, DG? I like I'm I'm with Corey. I'm a, I'm a Carson Wentz guy. Hopefully he can stay healthy. I know they don't have a lot of depth on the defensive side. There's gonna to have to be a lot of ice. In the training room, there's going to have to be a lot of ice baths after games. Guys are going to have to take care of their bodies. They're going to have to eat a lot of Honey Nut Cheerios in the morning and drink a lot of Gatorade. But if they stay healthy, I think they can contend for that division. I like it. Moving on, NFC North. We've got the Chicago Bears, Detroit Lions, the Green Bay Packers, and the Minnesota Vikings. Thoughts on this division? Can I chime in on this one first? This is the first one I looked at and be like, I don't want any four of these teams. <laughs> Anybody else like that? No, because really? uh, my prob- I'm not a big like team NFL guy, but if I had to pick a team, it would be the Green Bay Packers. Just because Monk, it's, in, it's in your blood. Just because Monk followed them, and I grew up watching the Packers with him, Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I grew up watching them all. So I, if I had to pick a team, it would be the Packers, and Devontae Adams is my favorite player in the NFL. So I'll go ahead and start this one off. Like I said, I, I don't want to call myself a, hum, a homer, but in my opinion, they've got the best offensive weapons in the division with Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and Devontae Adams. I mean, if Rodgers had more weapons and he had a better offensive line, we can all – I mean, everybody knows Aaron Rodgers is probably the second-best quarterback in the league behind Patrick Mahomes if he's got the weapons that he's had in the past and he's had the offensive line in the past. So – I mean, I, I, they went thirteen and three last season in a bad year, in yeah. my opinion. I mean, they were they weren't good last year. Yeah, that that's they a got, key key point. Thirteen and three last they year. They had a bye going into the playoffs, and they got smoked by like forty by a wild card team. I mean, they they got their asses handed to them. So I mean, it was they they barely won them thirteen games. I don't think they blew out anybody last year. I mean, it was sloppy. I mean, it just wasn't good. The Bears and the Vikings. I don't think they'll be bad. Like uh, Corey said earlier, he loves Adam Thielen. I mean, he's going to be a hell of a weapon for the Vikings this year. Dalvin Cook, if he can stay healthy, top five back in the NFL. But Kirk Cousins, I mean, he's he's kind of iffy. He can be great. He can be bad. I'm not sure where he's at. Speaking of the Bears, I mean, they got a good they got a uh, they got a good defense, but their lead running back Montgomery, he's they say he's going to be back for Week One. I'll be eager to see if he actually comes back. Tariq Cohen, all he can do is catch passes out of the backfield. Allen Robinson on the outside and Anthony Miller on the other side. They've got decent players, but is Trubisky the, qu- the question is, can Trubisky get him the ball? He got named starter for week one. Can Trubisky get them guys the ball? I'm not sure. I, I don't know. And then, of course, we got the Detroit Lions. We got Stafford, one of the best passers in football, but he, like I said, he's always hurt. Coming off back surgery last year, he got hurt again. I mean, their running backs are in shambles. They just had to sign Adrian Peterson, and we all know how old he is. On the outside, they got Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones Jr. They got two good wide receivers, but I just I just don't think they have enough. I'm going with the pack, the cheeseheads, once again. 
Uh, it's to me. <laughs> I pointed at you, didn't I? Well, no one sees that on air. <laughs> <laughs> I went with the Packers as well. boy. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is my QB this year in fantasy. Oh, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> hey, they're gonna they're gonna win the division. They won it last year, and he was like the thirteenth rated quarterback at the end of the season. I think you'll have a better year this year. I hope you're right. It can't go. It can't be any worse. And uh, like he said, they went thirteen and three last year. Um, they might not win thirteen again, but they should win ten or eleven games. I think the Packers are going to be your division winner. I'll agree with that. Uh, I like Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams. I feel like they're kind of uh, they 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 don't get enough notoriety league wide. Um, they're going to be solid. Um, the only thing that's going to limit the Packers this season is their defense. They're gonna they're gonna go as their defense goes. And uh, but I like them in the division. Uh, I'm going with the Vikings. Uh, just. I like their coach. He's probably one of my favorite coaches, former Bengal defensive coach. Uh, I like Thielen, like I said earlier, and Dalvin Cook. If he can stay healthy, he's one of the top five running backs in the league. That's a good pick. I, Vikings can yeah. easily, easily win I'm that. Definitely oh, not, yeah. I'm definitely not arguing with that. I think at least two teams out of this division are going to make the playoffs, probably the Packers and the Vikings. I agree. Now, in my opinion, guys, we're going to move to the NFC South and the NFC West. I believe these are the best two divisions in football, in my opinion, Easily. which my opinion don't matter at all, but I'm not an NFL analyst. But if I look at all these divisions, then if the NFC South and the NFC West are the best divisions in football, let's start with the South. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Atlanta Falcons, Carolina Panthers, New Orleans Saints. Now, when I look at this division, there could be – Three teams out of this division make the playoffs this year. We got the Buccaneers, the Falcons, and the Saints. I'm not real big on the Panthers. I think they might have one of the worst teams in the league this year. But let's start let's start with the Buccaneers, guys. They got the GOAT. Does he have any left? Does Tom Brady have anything left in the tank? I think he does, because I think he wants to prove to all the fans. He wants to prove to Belichick that he's still got something. What do you think, Joy, about Tom Brady? He's the best quarterback to ever play the game. Uh, I I agree, but the guy's like 45 years old. Does he have it left in the tank? <laughs> what if he takes one good hit? I mean, is he done? Does he fall into – I mean, he's – Good question. So they got Tom Brady. They got running back Ronald Jones Jr. Actually, Ronald Jones is second, I should say. And they just got Leonard Fournette off waivers from the Jaguars. So they've got a good backfield. I mean, they've got two good guys that can run the football. Fournette's Fournette will start, right? Or, well, there's uh, there's there's going to try to wean him in a little bit, but I guarantee, here's a hot take for you. Leonard Fournette leads the league running back-wise, leads the running backs in touchdowns this year. He's going to be a goal-line monster. You guys remember when Blunt played for the Patriots a few years back and scored like 16 touchdowns? Yeah, I can see that. Fournette's going to be a dog on the go line this year. Now let's get to the wide receivers. Chris Godwin, breakout. Oh, I love him. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah, he's a fantasy monster. Chris gives me, Godwin. Gives me goosebumps. Evans on the outside doing the deep ball. I mean, these, these, these he might have one of the best wide receiver duos in the league. He probably does, actually, if I had to think about it. And then um, 
Tyler Johnson, wide receiver three. Not sure who he is, but, I mean, guys, I mean, Gronkowski, big Gronk, tight end. O.J. Howard still there. I mean, they got two great tight ends. We got three, Cameron Brait. Oh, yeah, Cameron Brait. I can't believe they haven't traded one of those yeah, guys yet. I can't either. Okay, so then we go to the Falcons. Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Todd Gurley in the house, Calvin Ridley, third-year breakout wide receiver. Awesome, awesome offense. Matt Ryan, he was an MVP. I think he's still got something in the tank. Matty Ice. New Orleans Saints, Drew Brees, Latavius Murray. Alvin Kamara hopefully getting a deal done so this guy just catches the ball. He's going for 1,000 and 1,000 this year, rushing and receiving. Best wide receiver in football, Michael Thomas out of the Ohio State University. They just signed Emmanuel Sanders to play in the slot. Jared Cook at tight end. I mean, this division is up in the air, guys, and I really could pick a, pick a name out of a hat to take this division, but I'm going to go with Drew Brees, the all-time leading touchdown passer in NFL history. He's going to lead his team back to the NFC Championship. Well, they're due, for sure. I mean, it seems like they can never cut it. They or, can't get over the hump. Yeah. They make it there every year. They just can't get to the Super Bowl. They've been, they've been the best team for the last three or four years, and they're, they're the ones who lost to Minnesota on the Minnesota Miracle when they threw the ball to uh, Stephon Diggs on the last second and scored. They were also part of the Rams when they pass interference and they didn't call it like blatantly so the guy couldn't catch it that was another time they should have been in it and then I think this past year there was something that the refs did that they don't come to mind because it wasn't as blatant or as good of a play as the as the Minnesota one but they've been screwed the last three years yeah I just feel like they can't get over that hump they're the best team in this division I'm going with Saints so Corey went with Saints too well I'm going to spin it off a little bit I'm going to take the Bucks. Because like you said, it it could be the Falcons, it could be the Bucks, it could be the Saints. I mean, I'm leaning towards Saints or the Bucks here, but I'm going to take the Bucks over the Saints. I think the addition of Brady, Gronk, Fournette pushes them to win that division. I'm going to agree with uh, Troy on this, and I'm going to take the Bucks as well. Um, partly because I think – by a narrow margin, they're the best team in a division, but mostly because I just want to see them win this division. I want to see Tom prove to the rest of the NFL, the rest of the, the country, that he can he can have success without Belichick's help. I feel like he's going to be playing with a chip on his shoulder all year. I do feel like he's got something left in the tank. He's got good players all around him. I mean, that they have a low-key, pretty solid defense that's going to be good enough to win that division, so... I like the Bucks, but I, you know, I agree with what you guys have been saying about the Saints. I mean, they could very easily win that division. I mean, they could. They're they're a, you know, they're a division winning, uh, conference winning caliber team this year. Hundred percent. And like I said, I mean, you guys agreed the NFC South, NFC West. I mean, they're all tough. NFC West, we got the 49ers, Cardinals, Rams, Seahawks. I've got my notes here. I think this, when I sat down and thought about this podcast, this was the hardest division to pick a winner out of, I believe. San Francisco just went to the Super Bowl last year, had a hellacious season. Jimmy G, George Kittle, they've got three running backs that can play on any team. McKinnon, Coleman, Raheem Mostert. The only thing that scares me this year is they don't have a go-to wide receiver. 
They drafted Ayuk. Yep. He's a rookie. He's hurt. They got Debo Samuel. He's supposed to be leading the charge this year. He's hurt. They got rid of Emmanuel Sanders. So they really have no idea who's going to be on the outside catching passes this year. Of course, they were a lead. They they might have led the NFL in rushing attempts last year. I mean, they ran the ball all the time. But George Kittle, probably the second best tight end. They're going to lean on him heavy this year. Arizona Cardinals, this could be the sleeper team this year. Kyler Murray breaking out second year. He's got the weapons this year. Kenyon Drake got traded from the Dolphins last year. In the last, I think in the last six games, he was the leading running back in PPR fantasy-wise. Kenyon Drake is going to be a monster once again this year. And then DeAndre Hopkins, the big signing, top five wide receiver in the league. They got Larry Legend in the slot, and they got Kirk on the outside. They've got weapons galore. So Cardinals, my sleeper team. I like I like to hear that because Kyler's on my keeper keeper list. I just so. drafted him this year too. Okay. Then we go to the Los Angeles Rams. I mean, I feel like this team has fell off over the past two years. They went to that Super Bowl, right? They played against Tom Brady. They got their asses kicked. Jared Goff, he's a decent quarterback. He's got good weapons on the outside. They got Cup and Robert Woods, probably two of the top 20 wide receivers in the league. And then they got breakout tight end Tyler Higby. I mean, in the last five or six games last year, he was the number one tight end in football. And then running back-wise, who the hell knows? I mean, Gurley's gone. They drafted Cam Akers. They got Daryl Henderson Jr. And then they got Marquise Brown. Or is it Marquise? Malcolm. Malcolm Brown. No one knows who they're going to hand the ball off to. But when you got three guys, I mean, they can make it work. It's, it'll probably be Akers lead. I mean, I yeah. would say he'll win that battle. Yeah. As the, week, as the weeks go on, and these guys were also in hard knocks, and one of the guys they hyped up was a rookie wide receiver, Van Jefferson. He, he, he showed a couple flashes in their scrimmage and in their practices, and he might be a name to keep an eye out on too. But my division winner for the NFC West, the Seahawks, led by Russell Wilson. Chris Carson, running back, is coming off a great season last year along with Tyler Lockett and breakout rookie DJ Metcalf. I think Metcalf is going to have a monster year this year. I love Metcalf. I am going love him. with the Seattle Seahawks. They've been to the Super Bowl. They know what it's like. They've won a Super Bowl. Seahawks. 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 Niners. There we have it, folks. Three Seahawks, one Niner. Moving on. AFC Championship game. I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs and... Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Steelers going to surprise the world. Big Ben's back. Offense is powerful. Best defense in the league. Chiefs versus Steelers. AFC Championship game. Chiefs win. Uh, I agree with the Chiefs winning. I got the Chiefs and the Titans in the uh, AFC Championship. Um, I I think the Chiefs come in here and win it again. Um, I think they got more of an explosive offense this year, and um, yeah, they'll take it. DG, I'm going uh, Chiefs, and I'm going Chiefs and Ravens, and uh, I'm gonna take the Chiefs. Same thing, Chiefs and Ravens. That's what everyone wants to see. Everyone, everyone wants to see Lamar Jackson versus Pat Mahomes on the big stage. Yeah, I'd like to see that for sure. Good deal. 
NFC Championship game. I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys versus the New Orleans Saints. Cowboys versus Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Troy. Oh, you took the Cowboys in the Super Bowl? You heard right. Yeah, okay. Well, hey, I got the Cowboys in the NFC Championship game along with the Buccaneers. I mean, I just... I just think Tampa Bay's, I mean, they're bringing it. I mean, they got Brady, like we said, I'm leaning towards the Buccaneers on this one. DG. Tampa Bay and San Francisco. Tom Brady versus his former backup, Jimmy G, and I like Tampa Bay. That'd be fun. So I went went with an NFC South battle with Saints versus Tampa Bay with the Saints winning. So Saints versus Chiefs. My Super Bowl pick, Cowboys versus Chiefs. I'm going with the Chiefs back-to-back champions. Troy. Yeah, I got – back to me. I got Tampa Bay and Kansas City in the Super Bowl. And uh, I just think that the the Chiefs could easily be back-to-back Super Bowl champs. But 2020 has been an odd year. So give me the goat. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Everybody wants to see it. I like that. I, I got the same Super Bowl matchup, Chiefs and Bucks, and but I'm, I'm going to have to go with the young gunner, Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. Mine's the Chiefs versus the Saints, and Drew Brees is going to go out on top, winning a Super Bowl, and then retiring the next day. Go Saints. Hey, I like it. I like it. I appreciate you guys giving the uh, Sipping Squad all your picks. Now, for the very first time, we're going to do an all-time fantasy football draft. When I say all-time, we're each going to pick a quarterback, two wide receivers, and two running backs. We can pick anybody that's ever played in the NFL. Troy has been picked for the number one draft pick. Troy, you were on the clock. Hmm. Son, it ain't that hard. Just pick someone. <laughs> All right. Give me Ladanian Tomlinson, LT. LT. Not a big guy, but could cut like no other. Like a fucking jackrabbit. <laughs> All right. That's a good one. Second pick is Rolski. I'm on the clock. I'm going with the best wide receiver of all time, Randy Moss. God damn it. (laughs) Corey with a K, you're on the clock. Well, mine was Moss, too. He's the best athlete to ever play any sport, period. But I don't know if I'd go that far. With that said, (laughs) I had my – I don't know. Uh – you really had Moss? Oh, yeah. Had like, the one three? Like, not even, cl- like, it was him and, like, not even close to anybody else. All right. He's been my favorite player that I've ever seen, and he's my favorite wide receiver. Where'd uh, you have LT? I had him on my list. Uh, Give me Jerry Rice. <laughs> Damn. Pick. 
DG, you are now on the clock. Two picks, back to back. I'm taking the GOAT, Tom Brady. Most regular season wins by a starting quarterback. Most passing yards, regular season and playoffs. Most passing touchdowns, postseason included. Most game-winning drives, including the postseason. 17 division titles. 30 playoff wins. Four Super Bowl MVPs. Six Super Bowl wins. He's made it to the Super Bowl more times than he has not in his career. He's unbelievable. He's the greatest of all time. He's going to be my number one pick, and my number two pick is going to be Emmett Smith. Good one. Best running back. Or running back. Running back. Starts of running all, all time. Dallas Cowboys. Most career rushing yards. Most career rushing touchdowns. Three-time Super Bowl champion, four-time All-Pro, eight-time Pro Bowler. Emmett Smith is my number two. All right. Corey with the cat, yep. you're up. Uh, my next one, I am going to go with Marshall Falk. Mm. Running back of the Colts and the Rams. Superman. Yep. All right, those are those are two great picks. Running backs are going off the board really quick here. So I'm going to go ahead with one of the, probably the top three back of all time. I'm going to go with Barry Sanders. Detroit Lions. Troy, you're on the clock with two picks. So I'm left with a QB and two receivers. Do you have two running backs? You only have one running back. I only have one running You've back. You've only got one person. You've yeah, only, you only picked, picked once, once, Troy. Let's go. So I'm odd. What is two it? Two picks. You get two picks. Well, quarterback, on. two wide receivers, two running backs. You need one running back. Oh, for one shit's sake. Back. Yes, two wide receivers. And, and, one co- quarterback. and one quarterback. So I can't pick another running back. Yes, you can. You can. You need two of them. No, he said one. No. You need, you need one, correct, because you have drafted one. Would that you just make two. a pick? Oh, for son of a... Jeez. Said so the draft. Said so the team. <laughs> if you keep going, we're going to make you auto-pick uh, Nate Peterman. Would you, just, would you just make a pick? <sighs> this is a shit show. <laughs> All right. Uh, quarterback Peyton Manning broke every passing record there is. Could be number one based on stats. I mean, I, I give it to the GOAT, but the GOAT's already been taken. Um, He just couldn't cut it in the postseason, but uh, give me Manning. At the QB spot. You got, you, got, one. you got one more pick. And apparently, I don't think anybody's going to pick this running back, so I'll save him. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to take Marvin Harrison as my receiver. Top weapon for the Colts. Give me his 2002 year. All right, on to me with my third overall pick. I mean, I honestly, there's two guys I have in mind. Brett Favre's one of them, but honestly, I'm going to go with a guy that's still in the league. He's thrown the most touchdown passes ever. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer, Drew Brees. Good one. 
He was on my list. I wanted to Corey with a K. All right. Uh, so since I didn't get Moss, I'm going to take all he does is catch touchdowns. Chris Carter from the Ohio State University. Chris Carter. Fun fact. Randy Moss's sidekick. Dante Culpepper throwing to him. He, DG. He had a nose for the end zone. Two picks. Yep. I think this will do it for your team, won't it? After these two picks? No, I got two now. Okay. Yeah. Um, this will just be his three. Okay. I'm going to take Sweetness, Walter Payton, Walter, at running back. Walter Payton. And I don't like him, but I'm going to take him. Terrell Owens, T.O. Yeah, I couldn't take him. Yeah, I didn't like him either. Didn't put him on my list. <laughs> on to you, Corey with K. All right. Uh, Rolski already mentioned him, and I'm going to take him. He was on my top. He was probably, after Manning, he's my top quarterback, and that's Brett Favor, Brett Favre. Good big. That's kind of who I wanted. But I think I'm going to go with another running back here. And and this guy's, this guy's heyday. And fun fact, still in the NFL today, just got signed to the Detroit Lions. When this guy got into the league, he was a storm in the backfield. Adrian Peterson, one of the best all-around running backs of all time. That's a good one. Troy, here you go. Two right. picks to finish the draft. Two picks, and I'm done. It's got to be a running back and a receiver. Running back, Priest Holmes. For fantasy, he was good for two years. Three years. Okay. Sure. Okay. More than 6,500 yards and 61 TDs in his three-year span at the Chiefs. He rode the pine at Baltimore. Give me his 2002-2000 year upon any running back. Okay. Priest Holmes. And receiver. Calvin Johnson. You mother. Megatron. Man, that's who I wanted. That's a good one. Gosh. Like, I, I really have no idea who I'm going to pick right here. I really, really don't like my team at this point because you guys all took my guys. <laughs> But, I mean, you guys all remember the wide receiver who was on that first Texans team? Amari Johnson? Andre Johnson. Andre, that's it. I knew it started with an A. Andre Johnson, wide receiver, Houston Texans. Okay. I I can't believe you just picked Calvin Johnson. That really just ticked me off. It was about like your your Priest Holmes pick. That might have been the worst pick in the draft. What? He I was mean, good for three years. For three. I, he, he wasn't. I mean, I watched him in YouTube videos. I mean, that was kind of before my time, you know, fantasy time. I'm just busting your balls, okay. Troy. Someone's got to. I still love you. So I have to take a running back. There's a lot of good ones, but I'm, my last two I have written down are they're not the most skilled. But they're probably two of my favorite growing up, and that's Corey Dillon 
and Terrell Davis, but I'm going to take TD Terrell Davis running back Broncos. Broncos. You know, Troy, actually that Andre Johnson pick is might be up with that Priest Holmes pick. I can't believe you took my wide receiver. I was thinking he was going to slip to me, man. Son of a gun. He was good, though. Megatron was absolutely a monster in the end zone. Yeah, one, of the, one of the best receivers in the game. And he only played for – he only played like eight seasons. Yeah, he, he could have been the best. DG, last pick. Real quick, you, you get on me about the Priest Holmes. Was he on your list? No. No. All right. DG. <laughs> Shoe in Hall of Famer. It's got to be a receiver. I like this guy. Current NFL player, Larry Fitzgerald. Yep, one okay. of the best slot receivers of all time. Good, good pick. Good pick. All right, so let's just give a rundown before we exit out of here. Rolski's team, Drew Brees, Randy Moss, Andre Johnson, Barry Sanders, Adrian Peterson. Troy, who you got? Quarterback, Peyton Manning. Uh, running back positions, LT, Priest Holmes. Receivers, Marvin Harrison and Calvin Johnson. Corey K. Uh, quarterback, I got Brett Favre. Running backs, Marshall Falk and Terrell Davis. Receivers, Jerry Rice. And all he does is catch touchdowns, Chris Carter. DG, who you got, brother? Quarterback, I got the GOAT, Tom Brady. Running backs, Emmett Smith and Walter Payton. And then wide receivers, Terrell Owens and Larry Fitzgerald. Appreciate you guys. We're going to put this up on our Facebook page. Once again, we're going to have a little poll. Let the sipping squad vote on the best all-time fantasy draft team. That's going to do it for us. That's the end of the show. Hope you all enjoyed listening. Don't forget to raise on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Sip and Serve Pod and like us on Facebook. Our email is sipandservepod at gmail.com. Send in those questions. We want to hear from you guys. Also, don't forget to call us on our Sip and Serve hotline. Leave us a question or story or just comment. Tell us how we're doing. Our number is 740-720-3537. Hit that hotline. Send us in those questions. Whatever else you might want to tell us. Troy, thanks as always for being here. And uh, get out there and watch some football this weekend, Sipping Squad. I'm DG. I'm just along for the ride. And I'm Rolski. Stay hot, stay safe, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Sip and Serve Podcast. I think I'm part of the team. You were late. You warmed up your supper. You forgot your notes. Back down to the bitty squad, son. 